0: Welcome to Wine Road, the wine when and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of The Wine Road. Once again, our show is on the air through the generosity and support of Ron Rubin Winery. Ron Rubin specializes in Russian River Valley Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, wines that to me truly capture the essence of the region. Check out their website at ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to episode 180. Today our guest is Gio Ballesteri from Russian River Vineyards. Welcome, Gio.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm Glad excited. you're here.
0: We had you via phone of about a year and a half back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been and a while. Now he's here in person, folks, and it's great.
1: I'm a repeat guest. I love it.
0: Yes. He's a repeat
2: guest and he brought wine. Well that makes <laughs> makes him a three-peat <laughs> guest. <laughs> so tell us about what we have here this morning.
1: What we have we have the Boccia Lupe Chardonnay uh, two thousand twenty one vintage and uh the biggest thing that I love about this vineyard and wine is the family where the grapes come from.
3: Yeah. It's just
1: that's the biggest thing. Is every everyone that I work with was about nineteen different vineyards. I know each of the growers personally. So that's that's really the biggest thing behind the grapes and the wines that I make is is the people.
0: And this is a classic.
1: It's a classic. And I mean this is
0: and classic in every way. The vineyard, the people, the profile of this wine, it is beautiful.
1: Yeah, we the, bought nice. the fruit in seventeen. So this is the what is that, fourth? Vintage So far from uh, from this vineyard and what I love the most I do a stainless steel chard and then I also do an oak chardonnay So you're tasting the oak chardonnay, but it's only about 30% new French oak So it's just the oak is just Just integrated Mm -hmm. just enough. It's It's just a
0: lovely support Not too
1: much and not too little. It's just to me. It's just balanced and it's just just right
0: Super nice because it has that oak balance, but it's not over right over the top And almost you could almost call this lean
1: it, yep, that's the. It's lean, but if you try my stainless steel, that's extremely lean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sharp. <laughs> so this is this is thicker than that, but still, yes, yeah, no, still, still sleek.
2: I love it. It's good for breakfast. That was. Yeah, I was just thinking, wow, what a perfect way to start the day. Yeah, yeah that was super nice.
1: Yeah, really nice fruit.
2: Mm, delicious. I love it. So I love. Um, I was at uh, Restaurant Vineyards. I don't know for some seminar or something we were doing out there, and you were talking about when you started laying out what you wanted the tasting experience to be you said you want it to be like everybody's favorite backyard and i thought oh my gosh like you just nailed that that is how i feel every time i'm there i tend to go and have to do something quick like i'm gonna pick up some bottle of wine or i'm gonna do this and every time i'm there i think oh no i need to sit i need to i need to just relax and enjoy this spot it's beautiful
1: it, thank you. Yeah, that was that was 2008 when we bought the place and it was out of foreclosure and it was a complete mess. <laughs> I, and, and that's putting it like lightly.
2: You needed a vision.
1: We needed a vision and that vision was, <laughs> it was it was create your best backyard. You know, whatever that is, but it's yeah. just a relaxing, comfortable, mm-hmm. feel at home type feeling. And that's what, you know, I, I set out and I think we are just nailing it. Every time we do something to improve the property, it's that, can we keep that in mind?
2: It's It's cool because there's so many different little areas to go. You know, you have the um, I guess what is that the the beanbag thing? Is oh, that <laughs> the lower lower crush pad? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's just so many little areas where people can go and enjoy and sit back and relax. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've just expanded the we call it the grove now. So the grove's pushed out. We bought the property next door and oh. then
0: oh, okay, because I drove by, I wondered I could see that. Yeah.
1: Yep. And so we bought that, and then we just got rid of their front yard and cut it in half, and then pushed the our smaller grove to a large grove where we can hold about. 80 to a hundred people on all picnic style seating. So nice. it's a fun natural shade all under the redwood trees. So it's a fun, I got, I got a lunch coming there up for about um, 50. So that'll be a wow. fun experience to break it in.
2: It seems like you do a lot of that. You do a lot of meetings, you know, you let people have their meetings there. Um, Receptions, different parties, yeah. I mean, it's a great spot.
1: Bachelorette parties. I mean, I can't tell you how many of those we have every Saturday. <laughs> every <laughs> really? six, six to eight, probably pretty much every Saturday.
0: Wow. Well, it's a perfect spot. Also, yeah. there's you know you have room for parking. There's a lot. It's a very well laid out mm-hmm. place. Plus, you've got those views, and you've got the vineyard, and then you've got the redwoods. You've got the trail back there. So it's it's really special.
1: Yeah, and I, I love the thing I love is that we get people of all ages. Yeah. All shapes, sizes, mm-hmm. all demographics. That's right. what's so fun when you're out there. You just see everybody, and there's dogs, kids. It's just a family friendly place.
2: So, you bought the property in 2008. 2008. And, uh, you know, what were you doing before that? How did that come to be?
1: Oh, you want that story? Yeah. <laughs> ah, so, we should, we should break out the wine that I brought next. <laughs> so, I brought our Ballistory family vineyard. So, in 2000, well, 1999, I planted our first four acres of Pinot Noir out of my parents' property, and that was the summer um, I graduated high school. That was with my dad and my brother and sister. And then four years later, I graduated college, and that's when I met my mentor, Anthony Austin, who taught me how to make wine. He bought my family's fruit. Oh, wow. So that, so then from 2004 to 2006, we came up with this idea to be, build a winery out in Freestone for Sonoma Coast Vineyard, the winery that Anthony owned. And so we made, put the plan in place, put the deal together, and Anthony said, if you build it, we'll lease it. And so that's what we set out to do. So we built a, we started building the winery, getting the permits. That was 06 and 07. And we were going to break ground in 08. And everybody knows what happens in 08. <laughs> yeah. The world, the economy Pl- crashed. <laughs> and everything went bye-bye. Yeah. So uh, I was 27 at that time. And uh, we ended up listing the property for sale with no intention to sell, but we wanted to look for investors. So we found an investor from the East Coast and he came out and tried to revive the project. Didn't work. We split up mid-July, early July of 2008. He called me randomly August 15th of 08 and said, hey, we found this place called Russian River Vineyards. Do you want to be involved and be the assistant winemaker? Anthony can be the winemaker, and we're just going this together. said, sure. Well, wow. I wasn't doing anything yeah. at the time. So um, we ended up making the deal with the Topolos. We bought it out of foreclosure. And then by November of 2009, we had the keys, and it was officially ours.
3: When it opportunity
2: is a opportunity knocks and it is it is <laughs> i mean that property needed some help but it was always a beautiful property
1: yeah what what yeah. we saw was it was a diamond in the rough as Definitely. we say the, yeah. the bones the structure everything was there it just needed to be polished and brought back to life
0: so the Ballesteri Vineyard, was that in Freestone? That
1: was in Freestone. So
0: the fruit the fruit of Pinot from Freestone, that's amazing fruit. That's it's, amazing.
1: It's intense.
0: It's like no other place. It really has a purpose, a place in that wine.
1: And what we noticed from 04, the first vintage, and as we got every other vintage after that, the skins got thicker because how cool it was out there. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, it's, grapes it's like adapted. Little,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I went to an auction once and they were... There was a lot. I remember tasting a lot. I'm like, this is going to go for all the money because it's so good. And it was from <laughs> Freestone. And it was uh, amazing.
1: It's hard to grow out there. It's very cool. The yields, you know, typical yields are three to five tons in Russian River Valley. Sonoma Coast out there might be one and a half to two and a half tons. Wow. It's a lot less. dramatically different, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But that's a, that's a special area. That's cool.
1: And very, very concentrated fruit. It's, it's a unique, we call it the extreme, yeah. extreme Sonoma Coast out there.
2: Definitely. That's very cool. That was a, a pun, or? <laughs> Did I say cool? Yeah, you said it's very <laughs> cool. Super cool. Super yeah. cool. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Super duper. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So at our Restaurant or Vineyards, what do you produce right now? What are your wines?
1: Oh, man. We do. I do a lot. I do kind of something for everybody. Um, we do three different roses, uh, Sauve Blanc, Gewürz, a white blend. Well, Gewürz is,
2: is hard to find.
1: Gewürz hard to find. Yeah. Yep. I had, was doing Riesling, and then that vineyard went away, and I liked that. Style. Mm -hmm. Where's the Gewurz from? Cundy.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, nice.
1: Yep, Mm -hmm. out in Kenwood. Nice. Yep, I get it from them, and it's just a dry, very dry Gewurz. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a following that I I make 120, 150 cases every year, and it sells out. We bottle it in, say, February and it's sold out by the next February.
2: Gavard yeah. has become very trendy. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants something different, I think. Yeah. Yep. It's and hard to find.
1: The Barbera. I make a Barbera. Yeah. And that's what we can't keep that on the shelf. And it's something that's just you can't find anywhere. Right. Viognier, we make one of those. About 10 different Pinot Noirs. There's a Petite Sirah, oh, Cab, Red Blend. We that is a, a
2: lot of wine. We do a lot
1: of wines. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 great for the wine club because every wine club shipment, there's right. like four new releases every yeah. single time. So you're not oh, getting the same old stuff nice. right. yeah. all the time. It's a good mix of whites and reds or reds only. Never blended any wines together until I had this idea of how would the 10 different vineyards that I make of Pinot, single vineyard stuff, work together. Right. So I made a cuvee and put six of the vineyards together, and it was a rock star yeah. wine. Yeah. It, 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 basically was your signature R- Russian River Valley, Peter Noir. yeah.
2: Mar- yeah. Talking about tasting all those parts, um, in just a couple of days, on July 29th, we're actually doing a tasting uh, at your winery. We have four winemakers lined up. People can go online to wineroad.com and click on the seminar series and find uh, tickets for that. So we're going to have, you'll be there pouring your wines, a couple of your wines, and Mike Sullivan from Benovia, and Rod Berglund from Joseph Swan, and John Visillay from Visillay Vineyards. So you'll be able to taste eight different Pinots, and really the point is talking about the neighborhoods and you know how the different neighborhoods that are in the Russian River Valley and how, how they all are going to you know bring a little different profile to the wines so people should check that out I'm excited about that
1: if you haven't heard of the three other winemakers they're awesome I... Visley Rod and Mike are all characters they're experts at their craft and they just they know wine and they're passionate about what they do and they're just fun fun people
2: I am so excited about it I mean I really am we did a seminar uh, back in June with um, some wineries out in Dry Creek Valley doing Rhone varietals. And it was the same thing. I had four winemakers and it was just the respect they had for each other and the passion they had for winemaking. Every person that left that seminar made a point of finding me and saying how much they you know, appreciate it. It's, it's fun. People are going to look forward to meeting you if they haven't met you and be able to ask questions and... Yeah, it's super unique.
1: It's it's mm. unique and intimate, and you do you get to ask those questions one on one, right? You know what a lot of people don't get to do. So it's and
0: great. taste those differences because Russian River Valley is really a collection of neighborhoods, and the soils are different. You can really begin to understand when you do a tasting like that.
1: And I know Rod will tell this in the seminar, but we have more soil types in the Russian River Valley than all of France which is a pretty unique. Dew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Rod, he'll get into that for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he knows it all.
2: Ah, it'll be fun. It's such a good, great group. I can't wait. So that's happening Saturday. So, um, do you have any sort of special tastings that you're offering right now? Do you, do you do food pairings? Do you do what can people expect if they, you know, pop by or if they make a reservation?
1: We cater to pretty much really whatever you want. We're doing we do bottle services for larger parties. Um, we do tastings for, I think it's up to 12 people. We can just do a regular tasting, but you get over that. It's a lot of work on our staff, so we do a bottle tasting where order all the food you want, pick the bottles of wine you want, and we put you in a secluded area. So it's kind of like your own little party yeah. there. Um, we do food and wine pairings, uh, Mother's Day, New Year's Eve, and Valentine's Day. We do food, food and wine pairings, a special menu for about 100 people. And then we do regular tasting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wine club parties, we do those four times a year. So that's a lot of fun. And then we just released, I brought it up earlier about buying the property next door. Well, it came with a guest house.
2: Oh, nice.
1: So now we have a stay on the property. Oh, that's great. Where for our, it's a benefit to our wine club members.
0: That yeah. is super great. Cool. And what a great location.
1: Yeah, you're right. Mean, I mean, you're right, right there. in
0: the middle. You know, you're near everything. You're near the redwoods. You're near the river. You're near Sebastopol. Forestville's got a cute little, you know, a town that you blink and you're through it.
1: In <laughs> the trail. Yeah, and the trail. The trail is the best.
0: Yeah. And you can access the vineyard from the trail.
1: Yeah. We've got a gate. I wish it said free wine tasting this way, but it just says <laughs> wine tasting this way. Yeah. <laughs> or walk here from wine. It's one of those two.
2: Walk here for wine. I like it. Now there's a trail that I can maybe connect with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's great because the trail behind, is right behind the property. You push the gate open, come up and taste. We have probably 60 wine club members in the hills oh my behind gosh. us yeah. that all walk up for our happy hour. Yeah, oh,
2: How great is that?
1: Yep, Which we, we do happy hour on Thursday nights from 5 to 7.30.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Is that goes like through Labor Day or? Uh,
1: through November. The first week of November.
2: Oh, wow. That's a long time. Nice. Okay. So the first Thursday, is that what you said? The, no, or every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every
0: Thursday.
1: Every Thursday night's happy hour. So
2: that's where you go for the sunset.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because that's a
2: beautiful view there. Yes. I've been there for sunset and it, it is.
1: Pinks and purples wow. and oranges. It's sunsets it's are a, beautiful.
2: Yeah. Definitely a beautiful spot for that for sure. So, I um, mean, you were just like you said—you right out of high school, you were interested in planting that vineyard and getting started. That—that's so. Did you just grow up in a farming ag family, or, I mean, that's so young.
1: It's funny you asked that. I was—I was thinking back. I have pictures of when I was probably three to four years old in my grandma's vegetable garden helping her plant.
2: Oh, nice.
1: So we've been farming, of some sort. We had a big dairy out in. um Bloomfield, when growing up, that's where my grandparents lived. And so we had the dairy out there, and so we grew up hunting and fishing and farming and living, really living off the land. Yeah. And that's what's just kind of been instowed in me, you know, until this day.
2: Farm to table before it was, you know, farm to table. Farm to table. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right. before what we called
1: it. (laughs) It was just, that's how we We called it dinner. That's how (laughs) we get food. (laughs) It was true. It's like, I tell so many people the story, like we had the milk from the tank. Oh, yeah. On the dairy. Right. You know, if we shot venison or deer we had venison for dinner and then all the vegetables came from the yeah. garden so there was really there was nothing that we purchased from the supermarket
2: you know i mean some kids grew up that way and then they wanted you know the exact opposite you know i got off the farm and i moved to the city so
1: yeah i could you loved it i did that for like uh right after i graduated college in 04 there was a brief period about six months where i went to san jose with some friends and it was six months and out of there. Yeah, that's quite changed
2: change, San Jose. <laughs> back to Sonoma County. <laughs> it, it didn't work. No compare. Yeah. <laughs> no compare. So when you have friends come to town, what do you think that they have to do and see? Or, you know, somebody who's never been here before. Yeah,
1: that's a good question. I, I like to immerse them in everything Sonoma County. So we usually go to Redwood Trees. I usually go to the Russian River somewhere in that, mm-hmm. Um We always hit the Barlow. Yep. Um, we like downtown Windsor because where we live, when they come stay with us, we can walk to downtown. Oh yeah. So you've got the town green, you've got wineries and restaurants all around the square. So we usually do that for a day. We obviously do the wine tasting, um, but we don't leave Sonoma County. We we just we stay oh. here and show you know let them see let them see everything.
2: Windsor's got a lot going on. Windsor's fun. Yeah, Windsor's got a lot going on. Um, I mean, the evenings it's nice to walk around the square, and then there's so many wine tastings now, right? You know, where Calagrasi is, that whole area plus what's on the square. There's the a lot. New beverage district. Yeah, the beverage district. I saw a sign the other day when I drove down there. <laughs> is that Bell Road?
0: Yeah, yep. Bell yeah. Road. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Russian River Brewery's there, Barley yeah. and Vine. Yeah. Beer cafes there. Calligrasi. K Squared. Man, there's like five.
2: Two times.
0: Shepherds.
1: Yep. Yeah,
2: William. A lot of action. A lot of action. Okay. So what's new? Uh, Do you have anything planned for uh, customers come, you know, this is, we're heading into the end of July. So things happening in August. Do you have any sort of harvest events or wine club parties that time of year?
1: We've got, what is it, July 29th? End of July, we've got a um, wine club party with Gerard's Paella.
2: Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. So we
1: partner with him every year. We do a big 150-person Paella dinner.
2: See, I love that, except I always can never say... Pay I have to really think about it, that's, and I have to say it very slowly in my mind.
0: That's one of my out favorite outtakes is when you called it Pay like, Ella. I'm like, Pay Ella. I'm gonna write her a check.
2: I'm like, okay, I whatever.
0: Pay like,
2: You know what I mean. I'm good at like, okay, I'm close. It's good
0: when you do that because I do that all the time. I am the queen of mispronunciations, but.
2: Uh, Oh, well. Yeah,
0: but Gerard's paella, that's like a Sonoma County institution right there. No kidding.
1: Oh, he's a showman. I mean, yes. he, I put him on the microphone and he talks and tells a yeah. story about him and his paella and then I talk about how I met him and he just we just play off each other. And he's how a did really, you meet him? It was all through events. Through, yeah. All, all through events. And I was like, just started, like, hey, man, I just was eating this food. I was like, this is good. Who are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm Gerard. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, and a friendship kicked off there. And if I need anything, I reach it's, out it's to him. It's just
0: cool to watch it happen. You know, I you know. come, or you know, the huge pan, and they lay right. out the rice and they start laying in the seafood, all the different vegetables. And it's like, wow. I mean, it takes a while, oh, but yeah. it is worth it. It's such a perfect event because while it's happening, while it's cooking, while it's all, all those scents, and smells and you're having Mm -hmm. the wine it's just the perfect thing to do for a wine event the the
1: guests get up walk around take pictures of it oh yeah Yeah,
2: it's very
0: (laughs) it it, it is just beautiful that's like the biggest paella pan I've ever seen
2: paella pan there's some I definitely don't don't (laughs) want (laughs) to
0: say no alliteration this early
2: have another sip of Chardonnay Beth. I'm thinking
0: Just
1: what green. else? I'm excited just for green. harvest. Yes. Yeah. Harvest, I mean- So what...
0: what's it looking like? We've had a trip a year.
1: <laughs> well, as Pam Botch-lupe put it <laughs> in an email, she goes, well, Gio, hope we don't pick grapes in October. Yeah. With this cool weather, it's just, yeah. you know, it, it's just, it's early. But it looks like a big, a big happy crop, and then with the, we'll see how long it- yeah, when we it harvest around. it yeah, seems like so there's cold. growth
0: cool. on the growth
1: it's huge i've never yeah.
0: seen it so like there's a, the the set of leaves and then there's a whole nother set and it's been a cool summer yeah uh, it's you know we i had to put the heat on all through june yeah in the house because it's so cold well and you're a delicate flower <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's there's that I'm, there's that too. I'm a
0: Victorian orchid <laughs> yes very much so Oh well also our house is really well insulated mm. my husband's a contractor and he insulated that within an inch of its life so when when it's when it gets hot and you walk in you feel like the air conditioning is right. on but so it holds the cold air really well so yeah I am a delicate flower we know wah, wah, wah. cue the trombone.
2: Okay, let's see. What else do we need to talk about? What else is happening? I don't know. I'm going to blur. Anything new happening in Sebastopol? There is so much
0: happening in Sebastopol. It's like, I can't even keep track. We have not one, not two, but three natural wine bars in Sebastopol now. We have the Redwood, which is a beautiful place that does natural wine as well as food pairings. We have the Punchdown, which used to be... It doesn't used to be, is uh, in Oakland, but they just opened a location oh, mm-hmm. in Sebastopol with the biggest selection. I feel like I'm going shoe shopping. You go in there and you're just overwhelmed. It's like, oh, everything looks amazing. It's um, a lot of orange wine, a lot of natural wine. You know my love for orange wine. Oh, my wine. gosh. And they wine do love, little yeah. food pairings. And it's in the Barlow where there used to be like a a Buddhist painting in this room so there was something about that space has this really great energy and you walk in there and I was talking to the owner about it and it's like yeah it feels really good in here I said well it used to be you know it's like a very very high serene place and so that's happening we have um also, Pilar, which is Georgian wine and Georgian type food. Oh, wow. huh. So, there's it's all happening in oh, Sebastopol. We'll have to check that out. Is that a also place? the goldfinch mm-hmm. opened? Oh, yeah. I My read problem about that. is, I always tell you about what's coming, and then it's a year later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but that did finally open. That's right across the street from our friends at the third pig, mm-hmm. the Bowman's. And um, that just opened. There's a new restaurant coming in. I I live in Sebastopol and I can't even keep track of all the stuff that's happening. Cozy Plum just opened, which is vegan, vegan food, um, next to Whole Foods. There, uh, it is popping, and I hope people come and support it. The Barlow is just. Really, really on point yeah, it these seems days. like a lot of new things have happened there.
1: Busy. It's busy, very busy.
0: And they've really harnessed getting, you know, they do these maker events. Like, a, I think it's the second or third weekend. And it just brings all these people in. But it also brings people into the Main Street. There's a lot of new shops on Main Street. There's a place called Luminaria that's just like has a cotton candy machine in there. It's old. It's just so much going on. It's <laughs> been
2: about fun, five since fun. I had a cotton candy. But, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, Sebastopol really has become its own little destination, I think.
2: And what's happening new in Windsor? Can you think of anything new in
1: Windsor? New in Windsor.
2: I mean, I just know sort of the wineries. I know Bella Cana is a new tasting room that just uh, reopened uh, right on the square. Um, they're right across from... Um, Baldessari. Yep, all of our club members of Baldessari.
1: Great wines there. Uh, Flagship Brewery.
2: Oh, I haven't been there.
1: It's more of a tap room. It's right downtown. Um, Cuvée is a, I think it's German style beers over in the beverage district. They're newer.
2: I haven't seen that either. I need to get out more. I'm so happy I have a cousin visiting, and I'm
0: excited because that means we get to go out and see everything because, you know, you're like the jaded local. (laughs) You don't always do everything, and so I'm, like, making a list, checking it twice. I can't wait
2: to show her around and enjoy it myself. Well, what's cute is as soon as we got here, you said, oh, I have a cousin coming. I for sure want to go to Rush River Vineyards. Well, I do. (laughs) that was good.
0: (laughs) Well, because I'm looking for places that are very unique, that... Show a sense of place, and that definitely, um, and also it's close by. You know, I live in Sebastopol, so that's like you know we could do a little boop boop boop, hit up Nightingale Bakery, you know, <laughs> come yep. around. There's just, you know, we do live in an amazing amazing place, and we do take advantage of it, but not like you do when you want to show it off. Yeah,
2: you know, when you have company, that's yeah, when you that, That's
1: what's so great up. for us. Yeah. Just what you said for like the tour companies and the people who are planning a day. They'll do two tastings in the morning, then come to us for lunch. Because we have the restaurant in oh, yeah. the kitchen there. And then they do a tasting room after that. So it's like we're usually the middle destination yeah. spot right. because of the, the food that we provide.
0: Yes. And it's just a, a perfect com- you know place to kind of regroup. And you need food. People, I always tell people, when you're out tasting, you need to stop and
2: have some oh, food. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's really important. So what is the restaurant menu like? What do you have?
1: It's fun. So we ran the full service men- menu when we did lunch and dinner. Um, and then we tweaked that a little bit because it was just too much. Right. Um, and we pared it down to more of a lunch menu. So we've got three different charcuterie boards. Mm-hmm. We've got five different um, f- house made fagasha pizzas, mm. two sandwiches, uh, three different salads, pulled pork sliders.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: So it's it's a it's that's still a,
1: a very full yeah that's full menu.
2: A real variety of things.
0: And what is uh-huh. that? What are the hours for the menu?
1: So Monday through Monday through Wednesday, twelve to five, and then. Thursday, we have the happy hour. So the regular menu goes from 12 to 5, and then happy hour kicks in from 5 to 7.30. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 12 to 6.
0: So here's a tip, folks. Monday through Wednesday, said Gio. Where can you find something open on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? Go to Russian River Vineyards because that is a real – that's very hard lately to find places that are open – yeah, we're
1: day. open seven days a week, yeah. and that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're busy because yeah. of just what you said. Oh, my yes. gosh. There's yeah, nowhere there's to go. Nothing yes, open there's on Monday nowhere Tuesday.
0: to go. It's, it's, it's just the new reality that places are not open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So
2: pro tip. Come out. Come <laughs> have
0: lunch <laughs> with Gio. That's our pro <laughs> tip
2: of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Because um, also I when I was at the Punchdown, they're open seven days a week. I'm like, you're going to have business you know, yeah. because this is unusual that people are open – all all week yeah which is nice
1: Yeah, once that word gets out you know one thing i've learned too is you got to keep it consistent when you can you continue the problem. Yeah. to yeah. change your hours and change your hours your customer base doesn't know what you're doing and when right. you're doing it no and then that's frustrating. Yeah. It's so frustrating you're just frustrating. setting people yeah. up yeah. for
0: disappointment yeah yes
1: yeah, so we've done we made we're dedicated from 2017 just keep it consistent. That's great. 12, you know, the, tw- the seven days a week, 12 to 5, that's the jam. Come out and see us. Yeah,
0: even for locals. Like sometimes it's oh, like yeah. Tuesday and like Roger goes, let's go to lunch. Like where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's nothing open. <laughs> it's time for our Fast Five. Who do we have on the line now?
3: All right. So this is Dustin Vallette from Vallette and the Matheson up in Heelsburg.
2: Awesome. Oh, thanks for
0: calling. It's great. So what's your Fast Five recipe?
3: Okay. So I love this part. But, so we always get five, you always ask the chef, five of your favorite items. I don't know. How about we do this? We will build a dish together. Here's how the recipe starts. I like it. Presser. Welcome to the head of a chef. All right. So what is one of your favorite seasonal items right now? Fava, fava beans. beans. Oh, fava's good. Okay. Beth, what about you?
2: I don't know. I wanted to do fava beans. Awesome. <laughs> she stole it what from else? you. What else? Is there some sort of fruit that would go with that? Just say cheese. How about a fabulous
3: cheese of some sort? (laughs) That's an amazing idea. Who would have thought of that? I love it. Okay, so we got fava beans and cheese. Okay. So one of my favorite things right now, and I absolutely love this, is pesto. Everybody in the world loves pesto, right? But usually made with basil. So now this can be a different pesto. We're gonna use a fava tip pea stew. Sounds like pesto, kind of, but different. We're not using basil. We're gonna take the tops of those little fava shoots. So the fava plant, big, massive, beautiful plant. The tips, the tops, are the young little shoots. We take those. We put those in a blender and make exactly like a pesto out of it. Puree everything the same thing. I use a walnut instead of a pine nut. I use Parmesan cheese and actually use a little bit of pecorino, but that's just me. That's just the chef. <sighs> so we have a fava tip piece stew. That's item one. Item two will be a fava bean. So just a nice shucked fava beans, blanched off real quick. Yes. Next, we'll use a cheese, right? I... Love Bohemian Creamery. Local people love their stuff. Oh, my God. It's so good. They're All their cheeses are delicious. Exactly. Right down the street. All right. So, now we have a fava bean, fava tip pea stew. We have a local Bohemian Creamery. Now, I like fresh pasta. So, a bunch of great places to make fresh pasta. Oliver's in Windsor has a great little pasta program. Obviously, Whole Foods has a great one. So, fresh pasta... Last one, journeyman meats. They have oh. amazing charcuterie. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the pasta. First off, we'll make the pesto. We're going to take those fava tips. We're going to throw them in the blender. We're going to blend that. A little bit of toasted walnuts. A little bit of parmesan cheese, pecorino cheese. A little bit of raw garlic, olive oil, and make a pesto. Okay, take that. Put that aside. Now, take our fava beans. We're going to shuck them, blanch them in water. Take them out. They're all beautiful and gorgeous. Set, ready to go. We'll take <laughs> our fresh pasta. Boil off our pasta for about about two minutes, about forty a minute, forty-five oh, wow. seconds to two minutes, depending on what kind it is. Mm-hmm. I love the Lumacone personally. Strozpati is fantastic, but Lumicone is amazing. Now we're gonna toss that fresh pasta and a little bit of butter and parmesan cheese. We're gonna take a bowl, put that fava tip pea stew down. We're gonna toss in those fava beans that have been chucked and then blanched mm-hmm. off with that fresh pasta. that has been boiled for about two minutes with butter and parmesan cheese. We're going to then put that pasta on top. Now we're going to take some of Pizza Casio's German meats, mm. which are fantastic. We're going to use a Soprasada. Love the Soprasada. Yes. Use the wine inside there. Good Lord. Yep. We'll slice it nice and thin, and we'll cut that in little half-crescents. Sprinkle that on top. Now to finish it off, some of that really good Bohemian Creamery cheese. Take it, dice it up, put that on top. The bodacious is fantastic. That cheese is going to melt into that pasta. You have this really nice fava-tip piece stew in the very bottom. That nice salty umami base of that German meats. That's it. Sonoma <laughs> County on a plate. Five oh. ingredients. Go. Next. <laughs> Iron Chef. Bring that, it on. That
0: was I'm beyond I'm just like, awesome. my mouth is open. I'm like, oh. I, I feel like I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just. you don't want to hear on the radio. I'm just away by, I just
0: want to eat that so much right now. And if you stop by the
3: restaurant, we can do it now. Uh, let's go, let's oh go, God. let's
0: go. Because I can just see, I love walnut and switching that out so instead good. of pine nut and then yeah. the fava tip and because I think it would probably be more, a deeper flavor. Exactly. It has yeah. more
3: herbaceousness to it. Yes. And more robust flavors. Uh, and our... it's all that we have right here in Summit County. This is literally what we have and this is the best part. We are hunters and gatherers by nature. So we're instead of hunting gathering out in the woods, because that sounds like hard work. We're just having We're hunting and gathering at Whole Foods. I, exactly. I pull we're up having a table. amazing producers make for us shookies <laughs> in their craft and we get to eat it and enjoy it. Awesome. It.
0: That that's I think you should have named that ingredient It'd be like your new show, you know? <laughs>
3: it's it's love it. the
0: best game show. Anyways, thank you so much. We'll put thanks that in the show in. notes and uh thanks for calling in, Dustin. Absolutely
3: my pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. I'll see you guys soon. <laughs>
2: Okay. Anything else we need to know?
1: I'm going to be on the road. Where are you going to be? we do the California Wine Festivals.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So
1: those are a lot of fun. We were in Dana Point last month and a half ago. Carlsbad is coming up. Uh, Santa Barbara is the 23rd and 4th of July. And then we go to Huntington Beach in the 10th and 11th of November nice fun very fun festivals if you're in those areas listening i hear really
2: great things about those come out yeah. Great. people go there they actually buy quite a bit of wine you just place orders or whatever but yeah bringing
0: people, sonoma to
2: you mhm
1: yeah and they're i mean they're fun i mean santa barbara hard to beat carlsbad i haven't been yet but that's i oh, hear yeah. really nice and then huntington beach it's at the paseo hotel great venue and oh, just nice. right, right there on oh, the water oh that's
2: when you see our friend kevin robinson will be there i think kevin i think kevin goes to the one in huntington beach i love kevin just yeah. a- Customer friend. Kevin's great. (laughs) He he pitched in on our podcast. He pitched in on our podcast. He's my, uh, uh, he does sort of motivational speaking for his, he's a realtor. But he works with, you know, hundreds of people. But he, I swear to God, he's just so natural at that. He he actually calls me a few times a year just to see how I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love you. <laughs> you <laughs> someone, need that. Someone who cares. <laughs> <laughs> how am I doing? Let me tell you. <laughs> I need a motivational speaker yeah, in my life. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, it's fun. It's fun to stay connected with people. In fact, I was at, um, I mentioned the Roan uh seminar that we did a, about a month or so ago out at um, Trattori Farms. It was super fun. And there were some podcast listeners there wow. from Washington, D.C. So they made a point of, you know, check of uh, connecting from with me D.C., afterwards. From D.C.? Really? Yeah. Wow. It's fun because I actually remember meeting them once before. I think, you know, probably about four years ago, I think I met them at one of our breakfasts with the winemakers. Nice. Um, I recognized oh, yeah. them, you know, and I thought, oh, my God, that's so cool.
0: I, I Podcast told, listeners. I told you I was at Retrograde Coffee and someone came up to me and asked me, are you Marcy? I'm like, yes. I recognize your voice from the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, wow.
1: You brought up DC. I'll, I'll pitch this other brand. We just launched about a year and a half ago, Chester, which, oh, is, yeah. our, which is our dog brand. And so that, that's the brand that we want, I want to scale and get into distribution throughout the United States. Right. And currently we're in Chicago, New Jersey, New York, the DC area. And hopefully Texas, Florida, and Georgia coming next.
0: Nice markets. Uh,
1: Utah, yeah, as well. But the biggest part of this brand for the California, Utah, and Texas is that we partner with uh, foundations that support animals and, and dog shelters and things like that. So in Sonoma County, we're with Dogwood Animal Shelter. Oh yeah. And so we did. We partner with them. We've been them with with them for about a year and a half, and then Utah. There's a company called Nuzzles.
2: And uh-huh. Nuzzles is the
1: same sort of shelter, and we're partnering with them, and we support for every wine club member that Nuzzles signs up, we donate $50 back to wow, their organization. Wow, that is great. And then Dogwood, it's very that similar. That is
0: super. I think I remember the last podcast you talking about you were going to be launching Chester. That
1: sounds, the timing sounds yeah, about right. Yeah.
0: So what are the varietals in the Chester line?
1: So the Chester's fun. It's it's like kind of my opportunistic brand. I find really good grapes. They're not necessarily from Russian River Valley. They could be from yeah. everywhere. So, um, for the current vintages, we have Monterey Chardonnay, mm, nice. Central Coast Pinot, okay. wow, and, that's and good then too. I found a uh, dry not Dry Creek. It's Lake County Sauvignon. Nice. So I find the right varietals from yeah, the that's right the areas, perfect places for all those for right. those three. So right. they turn out awesome.
0: And that's just very much like a dog. They, they can be from everywhere, all sorts of yeah. you know breeds all together, but we love them. So. so
2: at some point, do you plan on all those other states partnering with different places?
1: That's the plan. Yeah. Yep. It's the kind of ideas if, if you want to, it's almost like franchising. Yeah. Find the pro- program, make the plan work, and then bring it to another market and, and kind of replicate.
0: I love that.
2: Okay. Anything else? I think so. I think we should probably finish off this bottle of Chardonnay. The way you're looking damn, at there me, really <laughs> go. delicious. I mean yes,
0: I'll tell you something else. This is a beautiful, beautiful it Chardonnay. It really is. I, it it really it just it's so
2: classic.
1: Thank you. It's a it's a breakfast wine and a dinner wine all it, at the same time. It is
2: really delicious. I tend to um, drink Sauvignon Blanc for white wines, or I go to Viognier, and I mean Chardonnay is not my first uh, go to. I think because I drank so much at some point when I was working at a winery, that's really what we were known for. So, um, but this really is, it really hits the mark. It's perfect. There is smoke, but it's not uh, super oaky and heavy. It's really nice.
0: It's a testament to the winemaking style because this lets Chardonnay be Chardonnay. Yeah, exactly. Because you get so many Chardonnays Chardonnays that, and then that's when people become the ABCers. Exactly. Because they really don't know what Chardonnay is and can be.
1: And You touched on exactly what I do and every wine I make, I want the fruit to speak. Yeah. Yeah. The fruit first, vineyard second, and then right. the winemaking kind of in the background. Right. I, I, don't, want, I don't want, you know, oh, this guy made the wine with, oh, he added Syrah, or it's too big right. for a Pinot. No, this is the Bociclupi Vineyard, right. an expression of that fruit from my block that I get.
0: Yeah. This is a great example of that. Lovely.
2: Thank you for bringing this, Gio. So Russian River
1: Very Vineyards. Welcome.
2: And then I do want to mention before, because I always have something. <laughs> and one last, thing. <laughs> one last thing. And then. We have, I mentioned the uh, Pinot Tasting, which is going to be at your winery on Saturday, the 29th. But I also have a comparative Cabernet Tasting, which is going to be August 5th at uh, Robert Young Estate Winery out in Alexander Valley. And for that, we'll have Jordan Winery, Robert Young, and Alexander Valley Vineyards. So, um that will be an amazing tasting. Also, I think that's all I've got going for
0: now. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. It's a lot.
2: I know. That's what I think. So, Gio, <laughs> the
0: best way for people to reach the vineyard is through the website or yep. what?
1: Website, Uh Also, talk, make reservations through the talk um, reservation app okay. and just search Russian River Vineyards and we pop up. Um, we offer just book a table for lunch. And that means you can have lunch, you can have tasting, bottle, you can do whatever you want Nice with that. And okay. do you
2: also allow walk-in tasters? Like if I just happen to driving by and think, oh.
1: Absolutely. That's okay. one of the best parts. We have so much space. Okay. If, if you walk in and we are sold out with 320 people on property mm-hmm. at that time, you might not be able to do a tasting. Right. But uh, you can get a glass, you can get a bottle, you Great. can order food. You Great. won't get turned away.
2: So we were just about to wrap up, and then we realized, oh, yeah, Geo did have another bottle out there. So, I mean, waste not, want not, right? <laughs> yeah, as, I, as
1: we pour this. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's see what this is. I made a I – have, I have several collections. So we've got our winemakers collection, which is kind of our white wines, s- blends, uh, easy-to-find wines. And then we've got our terroir collection, which is all of our single vineyard. Um, wines, so it's wines from one vineyard you know one vineyard one wine and then from there we've got the estate collection which is our four estate vineyards Austin Emma's uh, balustrade and then owl's um, watch and then from there I was like all right what do I do to make it make things better and I created this program called the double barrel program okay so what we did was we went we found the two best lots of Pinot Noir and then we went through those all the say ten, New French oak barrels in those lots, found the best two barrels from those two lots, mm-hmm. and then blended them together to make do- a double barrel Pinot Noir. Yowza. So that was the top. And then um, I didn't know what to do about the label for that. So it sat with no label on it for about <laughs> two years.
2: Ah, decisions. Okay. And
1: then I was at um festival, this is probably back in 2015, at the Apple Balsam Festival in Sebastopol. Oh, yeah. And oh, And that was good. One of my buddies is Dom Chi Designs. He does all the spray paint and just different artwork. You'll see it all around all around Sebastopol. He just did the hook and ladder tasting room.
2: Oh yeah. But it's I just really it. mm-hmm. cool artwork. Mm-hmm.
1: So I was like, that's it. I called up Dom and said, Hey hey, come out and I want you to paint uh airbrush a label on our bottle. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, look. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. <laughs> You're the artist. You do you do what you want. Yeah. So he looked around the property and he came back with a with the um design and it was this old truck that we have in the vineyard. Oh
2: yeah.
1: It was the redwood trees around the property and then the hop kiln that we have on the property. Yes, which
2: is iconic. Yeah. And he yeah. just,
1: he he spray painted, it's, it's airbrushed, and he, he airbrushes every bottle, signs every bottle. Oh my gosh. And they're just, it's just outstanding. And so that was our top of the line brand. Well, yeah, that's art. <laughs> then I, saw, I was like, well, how do, what do I do next? And I, I was thinking about Anthony Austin, who taught me how to make wine. And I wanted to, you know, he taught me everything. I want to just dedicate this brand or this new collection to him. And it's called the Austin Collection. And what that ended up being was the last wine that we tried, the Bocca Lupe Chard. Mm-hmm. So I went through that lot, and I found the one barrel that was the best. And I took it out, and I made 25 cases of the Austin Collection oh my gosh. Chardonnay. And it is, I can't tell you how much distinctly different it is yeah. than the wine we just tried. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it just... just hot. I can't
2: imagine, because that wine was amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it's wild. So then we did the same thing for Pinot Noir. So, mm-hmm. so we have the um, Austin Collection, Pinot Noir, and Chardonnay. And the label's this big metal label of um the hop and the redwood trees around oh, yeah. it. So it's it's neat. So that's the new
2: Can people see all those ones? all are are they all on your website now so people can see the artwork see yep. the labels and see yep, what that they're Yeah, they're all online in yeah. the Austin
1: collection. We just soft launched that uh, 2 weeks ago and then we're launching it pretty much by the end of the month.
2: And those are such small quantities that's always going to be just sold in the taste room.
1: And that well the Austin yeah. collection allocation only.
2: Okay, yeah. So you
1: get on the list and then you have access to right. um maximum of 3 bottles. Right. And then, you know, it, when it's gone, it's gone.
2: Yeah. People love that. So this
0: is the freestone fruit. So this is the freestone yeah. fruit.
1: Yep. So this is the Balustrade Family Vineyard. Um, the
0: cool. So cool. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> this is <laughs> super cool. Delicious.
1: And I know. this, what I love about this is we planted the first four acres in 04, we planted one more in 05, and then four more in 06. And it's all Dijon clones. And it's a blend of about six, uh, what is it, five different Dijon clones in here. And typically, all my Pinot Noirs will bottle around May fifteenth for the estate line, which is what we're trying. It's always August, first week of August. They just take longer, right? To, and age longer in the in the barrel. It, it,
0: it, this is just stunning. It, it has, you know, it's like much like I was saying, the Chardonnays classic. This is like the textbook Pinot.
1: Bright, bright acid yes. from the Sonoma Coast, yeah. Freestone region. Dark perfect fruit, perfect balance balance is my favorite compliment.
0: The balance of this is I just feel like the scales of justice here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, let's hope that that's not you because we'd all be in trouble.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I digress, but this is a beautiful wine.
2: <laughs> that was delicious. Yeah, that's these
1: amazing. these one the estate wines. Wow. I can just leave it on the counter, did not even drink it and just walk by every 15 20 minutes and smell it. Oh and yeah. And you'll just watch it how just it changes, keeps evolving. Yep. Yeah every 10 minutes it changes. The the aromas change.
0: Folks, this is why you want to come to Sonoma County and come to Russian River Vineyards. You have to taste this. This is there. gorgeous. Gio, thank you so much for opening this.
2: Yeah, that was a score. Yeah, he's like, I do have another bottle. Like, well, bring it on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what are we waiting and for? And I get
1: excited because I don't try these all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I
1: get excited to try them too and, and just yeah. showcase them and see where they're at because, right. you know, wine's alive. Right. And yes. Wine evolves every day. Right.
0: Oh. Yeah. We will put this wine in the show notes. We'll put how to reach and get to Russian River Vineyards in the show notes. Is there anything else, Beth? No, I'm now I've just had so much wine. Beth is in her happy, happy place. <laughs> I'm just going to relax. It's there. only 10 a.m.
1: But as I say, it's five o'clock somewhere.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was what a way to start the day. Yeah. This was good. All Thank right. you. This we'll was See awesome. you on the wine road.
1: All right. Can't wait to be on the wine road.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>